What's going on, everybody, and welcome to episode number nine of Wish Trojan Talk. Now, it's spring sports time, and with all the spring sports starting up, I'll be trying to talk to each of the coaches for the teams in spring sports. And first up, I have an interview with the boys lacrosse head coach, Matt Conway. Now, the boys last season had a historic season, making it all the way to the state quarterfinal before losing, unfortunately, to Kennett, who was actually the state runner-up in the state championship, to um, Radner. And the boys actually lost to Radner in the district quarterfinals as well. So if you look at the season, the boys lacrosse team, two of their biggest losses last year were against the the state champion and the state runner-up. So that's pretty impressive. But they lost a lot of production from last season, including Jackson and Trury, who's at Jacksonville right now, having a great season. Matthew Fritz is at Ohio State. And Brody Myers, who's actually playing club lacrosse at Penn State. But the boys also return a lot as well, including Kyle Lehman, who's committed to Penn State and one of the top players in the country in his class. There's also Sam Baker, who's committed to Ithaca. Um, Dean Wolf is on the team as well, and Andrew Slackman. The list goes on and on. So they should still have a pretty successful season, and I had a fun time talking with Coach Conway about what to expect from this year. So in, I hope you enjoy. All right, so I'm with Coach Conway right now. Thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So I wanted to uh, start off by asking you, when did you really first start playing lacrosse and getting into the sport? So my first year uh, was seventh grade. So actually, that's kind of late. Um, now, especially, mm-hmm. it's like you kind of grow up and a lot of kids have a stick in their hands from like the time they're little. But I got in seventh grade because all my friends were playing it. And it was uh, something that I, I just kind of enjoyed from there. But yeah, it was it was a fun game, physical, and playing with my friends. Um, so did you play like any, what sports did you play before then? Would that kind of like translate to lacrosse or was it kind of an adjustment for you? Right, well, I guess football would be the most direct comparison. Um, football and basketball. Mm-hmm. And there's like similarities between both. Um, with lacrosse being, you know, not quite as physical as football, mm-hmm. um, but uh, pretty close. Yeah. And, you know, basketball, there's a lot of the same movements and defense is very similar. Um, so I just enjoyed it and kind of went from there. So did you did you go to Wissahickon or? No, I went to GA. Oh, okay. And, so, you, and you played high school at GA? Yes. So played at GA and... Um, Lacrosse was not my first sport. I, I was went from football and basketball and basketball. I was good, but not good enough. Mm-hmm. So eventually got to the point where I was like, okay, I'll focus on lacrosse. Hopefully I can play in college. And um, eventually did at her sinus college. So kind of just went, went with it from there. Um, so, yeah, so when did you kind of realize that you were lacrosse was like an opportunity that you could play in college and something you like really enjoyed? So that would be junior year. I uh, tried out for basketball um, for varsity and just missed it. I was mm. going to be like a swing player. Mm. Um, back then we were loaded at 
yeah. <laughs> at basketball. So it wasn't easy to make, but a junior on JV, I was like, you know what, I'll just kind of take this year or this, this few months leading up to the spring and try to just really focus all my energy into lacrosse. Mm -hmm. So, um, which is good though. You don't want to, I, I was never like specialized in lacrosse yeah. until late later on. You obviously you got to be pretty happy with that decision. Obviously I feel like the sports kind of really grown the past like 10 years in this area. Um, you think that, I mean, that was like the best decision for you at the time. I think so. Yeah, you don't really know at the time, but yeah, it's turned out that way. I, I probably wasn't envisioning being a, a high school lacrosse coach mm -hmm. at that time, but um, yeah, I mean, I had a, a great time playing in high school and college and just, you know, met like all my closest friends are mm -hmm. lacrosse players. So um, yeah, it was, it was certainly a decision that I, you know, think was a good one looking back on it. Um, you kind of touched on it. Did you you, did you ever think you wanted to be a coach in the future? Or is that something that just kind of came along with the journey, really? It kind of came along uh, with the journey. It would be a good way to put it. Mm -hmm. My one buddy, Tom Walsh, who I played with at our sinus, he's the one who got me into it. He was the um, he was a head JV coach here uh, a few years after we graduated, and he wanted me to coach with him for the one year he was on JV. I was like, nah. And then he got the varsity head coaching job the next year, kept kind of staying on me. And I was like, you know what? Sure, I'll give it a shot. Um, mm. And that was, I think 2013 was my first year as an assistant here. Um, and I really liked it. So kind of took off from there and eventually became the head coach. So when did you officially become the head coach? So my first year was the COVID year. Oh, so okay. yeah, my first my first technical year or yeah, technically as head coach was canceled. So last year was really, mm. you know, second but first, truly. What was that like that obviously you had you were supposed to have such a great team that COVID year and then you didn't even I don't even think you played a game that year and then no. all you just gets canceled. I mean, what was what was that like cuz you, you had a ton of talent on that team. Right, it was, and that's what made it, obviously it was tough regardless because those seniors were great and, you know, they just missed out on having a year. But what made it tougher was that we were pretty good and um, we were definitely going to have a, a good year that year. And um, if anything, it just put like more pressure on last year to mm -hmm. kind of like make up for, for lost time. But yeah, it was, it was difficult. Um, and, and looking back on it, it was... You kind of a lot of what ifs with that year, yeah. But I'm sure we would have been pretty good. I mean, I, I've talking to a lot of the guys. They said they not confidently, but they they feel like they could have won a state championship that year if they if they were able to play. I mean, do you think that's a fair assumption? It's it's definitely possible. I mean, considering you never know until you kind of do it. And then last year, the success we had. Um, trying to compare the two teams is obviously like mm. impossible but yeah I mean we would have been you know certainly different but uh just I don't want to say just it's hard to say just as good but we would have been mm. pretty good and it, it's definitely possible um that we could have gone pretty far um so then obviously take me through last year's such a, a historic year first state playoff appearance or first state playoff win then what was that like in such just a core group of guys that played together ever since they started picking up a stick like you kind of said? Right, yeah, that was definitely unique. Um, you know, I, I just followed that class, the 2021s, um, 
we were, you know, we were okay uh, that year in high school uh, when I was an assistant, I, I guess it would have been the year before when they were in eighth grade. Um, and so obviously I was, my focus was on the high school team, but it was, you know, at times I would still find myself after our practice going down and watching that group practice for Wislax, um, just to kind of as a reminder, wow, we, we really do have this talent coming up. Um, and you could tell when they were in eighth grade, like that they were just enjoyed playing with one another and uh, were very talented. And so starting then to, to kind of see their journey from freshmen all the way up to seniors, um, considering that group lost their junior year, it was like, we didn't know what to expect heading into to last season, um, but obviously uh, they, they were already built chemistry from growing up playing with one another um, and, and it, it showed and we were able to just really put things together come, come May. And uh, it was just a group that I think their main focus was just they wanted to win so they could keep playing with one another. Do you think the fact that they were so close kind of just helped them? They, I mean, they just, they kind of grew over the years and just got better and better. I do. And I think it's easier when you're, when you're friendly, well, for multiple reasons, but uh, the biggest is probably when you're friends, you can kind of, you can kind of get on guys with, without, you know, um, they know you care about them. So it's, I think those, those guys really uh, police themselves and also the other guys on the team, the younger guys, um, and made sure that they were doing the right things on and off the field. Um, and they were just really driven, the, the senior class. They, they, you know, you had really all, it's unique when you have a class that's literally every single one of them contributes. Um, it was smaller. There was only seven guys by the end, but every single one had like a, a really big role. Um, how do you try and follow up a year like last season? Obviously, there, a lot of the guys still returning, but then lost a ton of production. I mean, how, how are you going to try and build off that year? Um, obviously, it may not be as successful, but how do you just keep on improving? Right, no, it's, it's tough, but it's because like I just said, we had, it wasn't the biggest class, but all seven guys in last year's senior class had really big roles uh, and so you know we do have some uh, certainly some really solid returners but you know trying to, f to find you know, those guys that are going to fill those roles like the you know that, that some of those guys vacated is definitely going to be tough um, but in general you kind of like you know it's almost you got to forget about last year and, and mm -hmm. like every year is different and this group I think is is focused on just trying to be like the best team that they can be um, and it's a, it's a new year so new opportunity and you know I think hopefully they learned and take that experience from last year into this year. Um, so obviously um, Jackson Cherry was kind of a big focal point of the offense last year I'm pretty sure you set the school record for points of them correct. In a season for sure yeah. Yes. Um, and he kind of, he was obviously operating out of the X spot a lot. I, do you have an idea of who's going to try and fill that role this year, play the X, or is it going to be just like a bunch of guys trying to fill in? I think, yeah, I think you said it best. It's going to be a bunch of guys. Um, he was just like the prototypical kind of quarterback. Um, and I don't, I don't think we necessarily have that guy. Um, you know, Kyle Lehman is is probably the closest in the mold of, of having, you know, good vision. 
Um, but I think he's just kind of like instinctually a scorer. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, guys like Dean Wolf and uh, Nick D'Onofrio are, are kind of in that same boat where they're, there's more scores and shooters than feeders. So it's going to have to be a total team effort. Um, and, you know, it kind of goes back to the team being different offensively, which isn't a bad thing. But, yeah, it's, it's certainly we, we don't have that prototypical kind of quarterback to, to play at X, but I don't think that's necessarily, you know, going to do us in. Do you think that's going to be a bit of an adjustment uh, at the start of the year, kind of some growing pains playing without um, some of those players like Jackson, Brody, and all them? Probably, yeah. It's, it's going to be an adjustment. Um, and those guys, like, you know, they had to kind of take their lumps finding, you know, when they came up playing – you know they didn't they didn't all just have success right away so it's definitely going to be adjustment for guys fitting into new roles um but i'm excited to see them i think we're a talented group um and then kyle we kind of talked about it's pretty again i think he said the school record for goals in the season um and it was his first year of varsity obviously he had his freshman year taken away uh what's he gonna kind of have to do this year with teams I feel like teams are going to be a lot more focused on trying to stop him. Obviously, last year of Jackson and other guys. Um, how do you think he's going to have to try and handle that? Right. Well, it's going to – it's literally, like you said, it's going to be every team is going to – if they know of one guy on our team, it's him. So there, the entire defense is going to be focused around trying to stop him and game plan around him. So it's going to be an adjustment for, for all of us. Um, so, yeah, it's just a matter of trying to, like, stay patient with him and also the entire offense. But um, that's going to be a, a big adjustment is, is, you know, being the guy and the, the guy that everyone tries to key on. Um, I'm sure he's going to see a bunch of different defenses thrown his way. So I think it's going to be, a, it's going to take some time. It's probably not something that he's going to come in with day one, you know, and, and just be totally comf comfortable with. But I think hopefully as the season goes, he'll kind of adjust to it. And I, I mean, he's obviously really talented, so I'm sure he'll figure it out. Uh, do you think the fact that you guys, that you guys have other people with varsity experience, that um, it kind of takes the load off, like the load off him a bit, and it, he can give it to other guys and they can go to work, kind of. Exactly, and he's a very unselfish player, so he, it's not gonna, you know, be him and and only him. It's gonna be, you know, Dean Wolf and Sam Baker and, you know. Andrew Slackman and and you know Nick D'Onofrio and and you know Gavin Myers is a big part Jason Michaels so and they're all you know seniors and juniors for the most part so they're I think that hopefully that experience and and you know some of those guys didn't necessarily get a ton of playing time last year but hopefully from the the playing time they did get and also from just watching hopefully some of that experience like kind of takes on um, or hopefully it took on to them and they feel comfortable out there. Um, is there anything kind of different between this year and last year, whether it's kind of just last year is obviously coming off a of COVID year. It was still kind of weird with COVID. And this year it feels like just you're, you're kind of ready for the season. There's no season in doubt. I mean, right. is, there, is there any difference between it? For sure. I mean, last year it's crazy to think back on. But, yeah, we weren't – even though we knew that – or we were slated to have a season, there was still some doubt, especially in the beginning. Um, I mean, winter, I believe there was like a big 
surge in, in, in COVID cases. So like coming up to the spring, it was like, oh man, are we like really gonna do this again? So um, yeah, so this year it, it's things have, they're, they're much more normal feeling than, mm -hmm. than, any, than last year for sure. So um, hopefully that stays <laughs> that way. Um, are there any, kind of touching on the players again, are there any guys that are kind of stepping up this year that really didn't have much varsity experience last year, guys you expect to step up this year? Right, yeah, I mean, it was really the, the guys, I would say Andrew Slackman played um, towards the end, mm -hmm. um, and that was really only because Sam Baker ended up going down in, uh, in May with an injury, so we needed him to st step up, and he did last year. Um, Nick D'Onofrio this year, who is a guy who is, you know, he's very talented, and we just kept having to tell him, hey, you're not, you're not, not playing because you're not good. It, you're not playing because we're we're pretty deep in front of you. Mm -hmm. So, he early on he's looked great, um, and I think he's ready to kind of take on an opportunity. Gavin Myers, Jason Michaels, those guys as well. Um, so, and then guys like Andrew Beans and Goal, mm -hmm. you know, and and. Um, Dominic Kemper at the faceoff. He's got obviously big shoes to fill with, yeah. you know, Fritz's, uh, which, you know, he doesn't think of it. He doesn't, he shouldn't think of it that way and try, mm -hmm. but just he's, you know, a guy who's going to try his best. And um, yeah, we have a lot of faith in Yeah. Um, I mean, losing a goalie, a faceoff guy, I mean, a goalie that played very well last year, an All American faceoff guy, and then a guy X who's contributing for a top 10 team in the country this year as a freshman. I mean, that's got to be very difficult to try and replace. I don't want to say replace, but right, it, it, it's hard to kind of put into words how much those guys kind of meant to your team and the other yeah. seniors. No, for sure. Um, yeah, and that's that's it's going to be a big adjustment. I mean, it's, you know, the face-off, it's Fritz did such a good job controlling possession for us. So it's already adjustment through our two scrimmages that we're going to have to get used to, you know, which is going to mean more patience on offense um, and, and playing more defense. So we're going to have to be ready for that. Um, and yeah, and you know, Scott had such a good year last year, always seemed to come up with like the big save for us. Um, and Andrews looked good for us. So, um, and Jackson, obviously, you know, like you said, he's contributing this year for a top 10 ranked Jacksonville team. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely going to be kind of big shoes to, to fill. Um, but yeah, it can't be, we're not really viewing it in terms of like, like comparing this year to last year because it's just almost unfair to do that. Mm -hmm. So we're just trying to be like the best team we can be this year. So, um, and I think we're going, we can still be pretty good. Um, take me through your schedule because obviously Suburban one sometimes not the most challenging league, but you have a, I don't want to say a brutal non-slate, but you like to challenge yourself. So um, take me through some of the teams you're playing this year. Right, yeah, and that's, um, it just so works out where, you know, most of the out-of-conference teams, really, their schedule is open only in the first two weeks of the season. So, like you said, it is like the first two weeks is heavily loaded with out-of-conference teams and um, all really good programs, starting with Springfield Delco on Saturday, uh, the 26th, which they're the, the reigning uh, District 1 champions. And they, you know, they before, not including last year, I think they won back-to-back -back state championships in, in 17 and 18, or 18 and 19. So, yeah, I mean, they're just a great program. Then Downtown East, another great program after that, Perk Valley. Um, 
and then you know at academy of the new church which is i think tech a private school i believe yeah so i mean it's and they're a great program as well so it's just like we want to make sure that we're challenging ourselves like you said so and that's that that's what we've been trying to do since since i've been here as an assistant as well it's just like we don't want to not play teams because we might lose to them or you know they're going to be difficult games um and also like you pointed out our our suburban one uh, american schedule can it's cyclical how it goes and, and some teams you know are, have down years and right now it seems like a lot of down years we've been through that in the past as well um so yeah it's kind of to make up for for that kind of you know to balance out our schedule mm-hmm. uh but yeah we're looking forward to it it's a it's a really tough uh, out of conference schedule do you think the fact that you played um those tough teams last year kind of helped you prepare for districts and then the run-in states absolutely yeah and that's the that was the goal in scheduling those teams um but yeah because we see i mean last year um, we didn't play downtown East in the right, or wait, no, excuse me. We did play them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we met them again in the playoffs, uh, lost them in the regular season and then beat them in the, the playoffs and, uh, Conestoga, another team we saw in the regular season and we eventually would see them in the postseason. So, um, yeah, we, we didn't want that to be, a you know, a new experience come playoffs, like, oh, oh my goodness, we're now playing really good teams. We want to mm. see those guys in the regular season. Um, and the one last question I have is, what is this team going to have to do to just be successful this year? And kind of, again, it's going to be tough to kind of follow up last year, but just what are they going to have to do um, to kind of be successful this year? I think it's just play as a team, which I think we're trying to figure out offensively because uh, we, we have a lot of talented individuals but uh, I'm not sure it's it's clicked fully offensively at least that you know it, it's it works best when we're moving the ball and and kind of everyone's attacking um, and just playing together as a team same thing with the defense you know we got to be constantly communicating um, and just kind of know where one one another is going to be and those are the best teams the teams that like get that it's not just about the individuals but you know, every every player has their own role to play, um, and, and th- that's what I think it took some time last year. But we eventually got to the place where everyone kind of knew their roles, and you know, we had a ton of success. All right. Well, thanks for joining me, and good luck on the season. Thank you for having me. The boys open up the season against Springfield Delco tomorrow, who are actually the defending district champions. So the boys aren't wasting any time trying to challenge themselves in the non-league schedule by playing against high-level competition. And like I talked about with Coach Conway, it will only make them better going forward for districts and possibly a run in the state playoff. That's it for the episode, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in. If you want more updates on all Wissahickon athletics, make sure to follow me at ZachWolf22 on Twitter, and I'll see you next time.